Whataburger got the fire mustard, and they did. Yeah, I guess the condiment game is all that, because the actual meat, like the actual burger, yeah, Whataburger. <laughs> I get it. It's not no false advertising. They're saying what it is. What is this burger? Because I don't know if this is a burger. <laughs> Live from Austin, Texas. <laughs> it's the motherfucking Danny Brown show. It's your boy. Danny Brown up in this motherfucker. I got the motherfucking bull boys with me. What's up? Yo, yo. Oh, man. God damn it, man. We went to Muay Thai class yesterday. This nigga fucking um, Zolo. I don't know, man, if the motherfucking um, whatever the fucking belt, whatever the shit you got to wear around. What, what we call that? The belly pad? The belly pad. Man, fuck the belly pad. This nigga, he called me with one. I got to start wearing a cup. The, the dong be hanging, man. The dong be hanging in the Sorry, motorcycle. Sorry, man, short. my bad. No, because I, I don't know if I can fit the um the, the, the belt. I don't know if I can fit that motherfucker right. And that motherfucker was a little loose. And I ain't going to lie, um, you got some little power in your teeps. Oh, thank you, man. I've no, been, that's I've the one thing on. I don't got. I, I don't even, I don't understand how to, um. You know how to, how you get power. I mean, eventually I figure out. I mean, I'm gonna learn that shit, but I, I don't understand how to fucking get power from a teep. You know what I'm saying? Like how to fuck and then still like be, you know, still be in the fucking stance and you know what I'm saying? Balance it's hard, and land man. in the same situation. You get what I'm saying? So, shouts out to Spencer, everybody at the motherfucking um, what the fuck? What's the name of the club? The Old Guard High <laughs> Boxing Club. I just smoked, man. I'm sorry, man. Shouts out to everybody at Old Guard, man. But yeah, man, the shit, yeah. Spent, I mean, um, Zolo, your ass caught me with one yesterday. That nigga, um, the fucking, um, yeah, you got me, man. So I was sore as fuck, man. But yeah, it was a good, it was a good workout. I'm sore now. My dumb ass got up this morning. I went to the gym again. I mean, I just went. I, I ain't really do too much. I just did some cardio shit. Just got on the treadmill, man. Just get out the house, man. I mean, I feel like I, my ass. I get up at fucking four or five in the morning. By the time six come, I already been fucking smoked two joints, played motherfucking cyberpunk for about an hour. Man, cyberpunk, man. I ain't gonna lie. I done got into the mods now. I done started modding the motherfucker now. Oh, man, I'm having a great time with this game, man. I ain't gonna lie, man, bro. It's one of my... <laughs> like, I don't want to jump out there too far. All right, we ain't gonna talk about video games just yet. Because we can, we can, we'll can, we get to there in the uh, future. But, man, I ain't gonna lie, man. Anybody that... Uh, Cause I remember when Cyberpunk came out and it was all this, every now and then it do do some weird glitch. A motherfucker being a motherfucking Jesus cross or something like floating across the board or some dumb shit. And the driving mechanics is not the best. I will say that. You move motherfucking sliding up far. But after Edge Runners came out, amazing show. If you haven't watched Edge Runners on fucking Netflix, please do so, man. And, I mean, it make you, um, cause I swear, now you want to make the David Bill. I got the fucking Edge Runners jacket now. I got the, oh man, it's 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 a great time, man. So uh, anybody, man, yeah, hit me up on Steam or whatever. I, I see that's one that's one place where I do add everybody. If you can find me on Steam or whatever the fuck, 
you want to play some games and shit, I, I definitely do that. So yeah, man, um, my dumbass got his Instagram hacked. <laughs> the Instagram hack was crazy. The niggas was selling y'all PS5s. He was selling y'all, and, and you know the fucked up part? People really thought it was real. Because people was hitting me up on Twitter and shit like that. Like, man, you still selling the PS5s? Nigga, bro. My brother texted me. He's like, is Danny really giving away a PS5? And I was like, I don't know. It was, it was so cool how they did it, though. Like, I ain't going to lie. So I got to tell y'all just to let everybody, I got to put everybody else up on game to let y'all know how this shit going down. Because I wouldn't, you know, me, I mean, all right, I, I, I would tell you the biggest mistake of my Instagram was that I didn't have a 2FA. You know, you got to do that shit with your phone lined up. But what happened was I did have that before on my Instagram account and I lost my phone. And I was locked out of my Instagram for like months before because it was assigned to a 2FA. Um, I got a new number. All type of shit. You got to, the shit, Instagram, be, they, they, they be fucking humiliating you. They be doing degrading shit to you. You got to send a picture holding the fucking shit. You be in that bitch looking dumb as hell like. With your account, like, that's what you got to do for certain porn sites and shit to let niggas know this you on that bitch really slanging dick and shit like that. You got to do a verification on, like, X videos and shit or whatever the fuck. you like, nigga, holding this shit, like, this me on these videos. And I feel like that's, come on, Instagram, why y'all got to do me like that, man? It, it really felt humiliating. It was degrading. But no, what it was, um, so one day I'm just chilling, whatever the fuck. I, I hit my emails. No. I go on my Instagram and you know you can go into certain, you know you go into your settings and shit and you can see sign in locations. And on the locations it said a motherfucker just tried to sign in from Sydney, Australia. I know me. I love Sydney, Australia. But I'm in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Up north to be Pacific. And so it's like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Nigga, I'm nigga, ain't nothing cracking. You feel what I'm saying? So uh Next thing I know, I mean, I didn't really pay that no attention. I, I just, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because I got the Express VPN. So, shouts out to everybody with the Express VPN. But, man, sometimes, man, when you, when I be playing certain games on Steam, if I got my Express VPN on, it, it don't, you know, I can't really play. So, I got to, you know. So, I don't think I had my Express VPN on at the time. Shouts out to them. And, um, so I get another, um, uh, Situation where it said a motherfucker tried to sign in from Chicago. I'm like, oh shit, Danny Brown ain't in Chicago. This nigga. <laughs> so now I'm getting scared. Like, I'm getting kind of scared. So I'm like, fuck that. I go into the motherfucker and I go to change my password. So I changed my password and, you know, everything was cool. Then the next thing I know, I get a fucking message from Instagram where it's like somebody signed in from India. Or some shit. And the whole language ain't American no more. The shit isn't India, some Indian shit. Like you get it's it's smelling like curry and, and it's it's going crazy. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. So I go try to go sign into my fucking um Instagram account and they hit me with the nigga. Where your two FA at? Oh So that mean these niggas done fish the account, like they 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 hit the um the, the new password. And then they threw the 2FA on it. And then, yeah, so that was that was. So then at the end of the day, it was like, man, I was like, you know what, man? It's, it might be a wrap for this Instagram account. I might have to um, start all over again. 
For real, man. I'm like, it's over. These niggas selling niggas PS5s. And niggas is, bro, so Instagram have a thing where they be like, man, send you, they do like some facial recognition. They got some facial recognition shit. So I'm like, fuck that. I do the facial recognition shit and then it lets me in. I, I get it. I, I did it that night and then when I woke up in the morning, Instagram let me in. So boom, they let me in. And then while I'm in, I go through the DMs. This nigga DMing everybody, dog. Anybody with a blue check, man. The nigga got me high. Like niggas, bro, niggas that don't probably even fuck with me like that or type of shit. He hitting them up or type of shit. Like just saying weird shit. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, dog, the nigga hit Adam 22 up talking about what's Drake number. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, just doing just like crazy shit. So once I got back into the account, all I was doing was going back through the messages, was apologizing to everybody. Like, I'm sorry that wasn't me. I got hacked. I'm sorry that was sending messages to everybody and shit like that. But even in that one hour, next thing I know, in that one hour, next thing I know, they fucking, the nigga did something, they took it down again. And then I was locked back out of it again. But at the time, I already, you know, um, my manager shouts out Doc Parker. You know everybody at Goliath and all that shit. They was already on it and shit, so they was already, you know, so they got the plugs and shit. They hollered at, they hollered at Zuck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas hit Zuck up. Like, this nigga Danny Brown, man, this nigga shit going crazy. Y'all got to figure this shit out, you know what I'm saying? Zuck was like, you know what I'm saying? Let my nigga back up in there. That nigga, look at that shit. <laughs> PS5s though, man. Like, damn, you know this is the crazy part, man, is that um, PS5s, when they came out, I mean, you obviously, I, I was on the shit. You know, I was trying to get my fucking pre-order just like everybody else, but my dumb ass got too drunk that day, and I passed out before the pre-order link got dropped, and I missed it. I missed it like a bitch. And but me as a real nigga, the first thing I did was go to eBay because I knew somebody was selling a code and I was like, fuck it. If I got to pay an extra three hundred dollars, because at the time, that's all it was going to be on that first day. The longer you waited, the more it was going to go up. So I'm like, nigga, I bought a nigga code the first day and I had my PS5 when he got the PS5. <laughs> so I've had my PS. I've had a, I've got a PS5. I don't play that motherfucker. It ain't even a big deal like that. I don't understand why people was going so crazy about PS5s. I mean, it's it's called next gen for a reason. And it's current gen for a reason. We still in current gen. Current gen is good enough to where we got to deal with shit. I don't even think PS5 is even showing its maximum capabilities of what these TVs and monitors could produce right now. We just not, 4K has just become a normal thing. You give us, I remember when 1080, bro. I remember when getting a 1080 monitor. And getting 2K on that motherfucker, bro. You thought you had League Pass. You get what I'm saying? I swear to God. You thought you had League Pass. But yeah, no. Fuck that shit. Back to this nigga Zolo. And he fucking um, kicked me in the dick yesterday. He ain't kicked me in the dick on purpose. He kicked me in the pad. And it bounced. And it, and it hit me in the dick. And I got to wear that shit. But I want to say, man, I love Muay Thai, man. And, I, I, and and it's something that I, I really, you know, it's a great workout. It's one of the best workouts that I ever did. Funnest workouts. But I don't like pad holding, man. Like, I think that might be the one thing that um, tapped me out. <laughs> yeah, they kick holding, the shit out of you when you're bro, holding pads. Bro, holding pads, bro. Nigga, you wearing the belly pad. Niggas, nigga, teeping you for, for, for 20 minutes straight. Next thing you know, you can't shit for two days. I ain't got time for it. Then these niggas keep pairing me up with the Filipino Mike Tyson. 
dog, this nigga, bro, I'm holding pads for this nigga. This nigga, duh, he kicked me, bro. You know, I'm holding the pad, but he kicked me, he kicked me in the elbow. Where, where, normally that's where you would block. So it let me know how to block would have felt. You get what I'm saying? He kicked me where I would have blocked that shit on some real shit. But man, I swear, if, if I don't pull up to that gym and my elbow start twitching every time I get to that motherfucker, dog, the elbow be talking to him like, we doing this shit again? <laughs> Nigga, you're 40. And I'll be like, dog, <laughs> like it's a good workout. You just one, you just one piece of the puzzle, man. I can't just listen to you, man. I got a lot of shit that was going on. But the elbow. Every time I pull up to the gym, this nigga started twitching crazy. Like, my nigga, what is what we doing again? Left elbow. This nigga, look, he got sores or type of shit. He fucked up right now. Left elbow been talking to me every time I pull up to the Muay Thai gym. So, But shouts out to everybody at the old guard, man. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Let's jump into some. Uh, we'll jump into some Axe Danny's, man. Y'all motherfuckers know what's up. Axe Danny. Y'all got motherfucking questions. I got answers. You can always hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown That's Danny at the Danny Brown And man, y'all motherfuckers don't be sending no voicemails in. I feel like I'm telling you all this number for no fucking reason, man. I ain't about to keep telling y'all motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm trying to bag a bitch that I know I can't get. And I keep giving her my number. Like, and you, every time you run back to her, like, you don't never hit me up, though. Imagine you telling a bitch that. You've been giving her your number for months. And then you keep seeing her, you just see her randomly, like, but you don't be never hitting me up. But then when you be seeing her, she be acting nice, though. You be like, man, uh, you be leaving, like, damn, man, bitch, man. She be feeling me, man, I know. But the bitch don't hit you up. That's what y'all niggas don't be doing, man. So hit the motherfucking voicemail at 512-522-9256. You see how aggressive I got? Hit the motherfucking voicemail at 512-522-9256. 512-522-9256. You get what I'm saying? Get at a nigga. Um, we got a voicemail today, man. You want to start with that? Yeah, jump in. Hey, Alex, Danny. This is Darian from Arizona. I'm 23. I got a question about a homie that is just getting the memo that I'm not trying to be his homie anymore. I don't want to hang out with him. I don't associate with him. Don't really talk to him. Anytime it's corny TikTok or some shitty plans, I just don't even respond. Or I literally do respond with a hard no. And he just keeps trying and i it's like it's like an ugly break at this point i'm not sure what shit's mad awkward and yeah your boy's stuck but let me know how you can help this sounds very homoerotic to me y'all niggas done jacked off together or did something and that's what it is and he got secrets and that's why you can't let him go because you be like man this nigga gonna tell everybody we jacked off together we was drunk that night, man. And you want to try to um, forget it, act like it never happened. But nigga, it happened. Y'all jacked off together, man. Just admit it. You give it him saying and go, and he like, nigga, when we gonna jack off again? You like, man, I was fucked up. I was just drunk that night, and I don't want to do that no more. It ain't gay to jack off together, man. <laughs> All right. Male bonding, man. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, all right, I just some nicotine gum. Gotta calm me down. Getting too excited. All right, sour puss. Why are these niggas? I feel like, man, this better not be about a motherfucker pussy stinking. Cause y'all niggas ain't got to keep asking me questions about that shit. Just cause I have rap punchlines about it, but it may not be. All right, the first time I ever went down on a girl, her coochie was very sour. 
I later learned that this could be some kind of conditions girl deal with. I feel like I'm traumatized to go down on another girl. Have you ever gone through this? How do you deal with this issue? Drew. Well, I'll tell you how I deal with this issue. It got to be a little, it got to be a little, you know, seasoning on that motherfucker. You ever ate some pussy and that motherfucker ain't taste like nothing, like straight water, like something. This bitch doing some shit to hide shit. And that's what got shit. So when it got a little pussy smell, that's what it, it supposed to be. It's pussy got a smell, my nigga. So it's great. What are you talking about? You want it to be smelling like nothing? If pussy don't smell like nothing, my nigga, bro, we don't know what we dealing with. You get what I'm saying? You got some funky monkeys and you got some, you got some, you know, some shit that is just pristine. Like this motherfucker been on a grill just long enough. You, you know, you can put the thermometer in that motherfucker. Like it's ripe. It's ready. So I don't know what you're talking about because every, I don't, I don't think it's the actual pussy smell was like coming out of a restaurant and you lived in that neighborhood and you're like, man, the, the pussy, the, the pussy stole at the corner. And they cooking pussies, and you just smell the pussy smell through the whole neighborhood and shit like that. It sounds like you would be turned up. I'd be horny all the time. Because that's like pheromones or whatever the fuck you call that shit. You get what I'm saying? It'd be like, I'd be like, man, I know what pussy, that's pussy, man. That smell in the air, that's pussy, man. Every now and then, I get a little too like, like a craving. Like I can, like I know what a real pussy smell like, man. And pussy got a smell in the taste. And it ain't, um, all right. God damn it, man. These motherfuckers coming in. <laughs> I seen this too. Tony Yayo. That's my dog. All right. Yo, Danny. Just saw a Vlad interview clip with Tony A and he said he almost signed you. Can you describe your time with Tony A and G moving and can you come up from that point on? Let the show keep it up. All right. I knew this. I probably was going to talk about this on my own. Well, cause, cause Yayo, shouts out to Yayo, I love Yayo, man, that's my brother. Cause he made it seem like, I was just like, you know, he like, niggas blow up, and then they don't fuck with me no more, and this and that, and that and this. But, um, no, nah, man, um, okay, so we'll break it down. Um, when I used to record in New York, I recorded at a studio in Queens, what's called Fire Night Studio, shouts out to Bundy Crumb, um, Rue Spitz, um, Doughboy, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I used to record there. And I guess when that studio um, shut down, Doughboy ended up some type of way um, fucking making beats for Tony Yayo or just fucking around with Tony Yayo. So Yayo was actually in Detroit shooting a movie. I think it was a SWAT movie. If I think it's some SWAT movie we can uh, that Tony Yayo was in. So he was in Detroit filming that SWAT movie. And... um. Doughboy, I guess they was looking for weed at the time or whatever. So Doughboy hit me up. I was like, I live in Detroit. He hit me up like, yo, can you find us some weed or whatever, blah, 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 blah. I got, you know, so I got him some weed and everything. And at the time I was chilling, you know, I wasn't thinking about nothing, you know. I was just hanging out. But then Doughboy was like, we was in a hotel room with Yayo, we smoking and everything. And Doughboy was like, um, yo, um, this nigga fire, like you should check his shit out. And at the time I just put out the re-up video. And, uh, you know, Re-Up is like, it's probably one of my favorite songs ever made. So it is fire. So I can get how he reacted the way he acted. So he saw a Re-Up video. He's like, fuck that, nigga. You ain't going nowhere. You leaving with me right now. And literally, that's what happened. I stayed with him the entire time. He filmed SWAT while he was in Detroit. And then when he left and went to New York, I left with him. I moved in with him. Live with him and shit. And record all the time and shit. But then, you know. You know, at the time, I was just starting to, um, 
you know, I had my own style and shit. Like I was super into the like the this was like I was um I got out of jail and when I got out of jail, man, the shit to me was the cool kids, man. Like fashion wise, music wise, everything, man. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of artists from that time period, man. If you don't get a cool kids, they props or they flowers, man, then you ain't you ain't doing it right. So just I remember going to like Denf. I was playing Detroit Electronic Music Festival and I seen fucking the cool kids play and these niggas wearing the tightest jeans I ever seen in my life. And then for some reason in my head, I'm like, that shit fire, because <laughs> everything was baggy at the time. It just looked crazy. So, so yeah, I was on my cool kid shit. I'm wearing fucking snapbacks and throwback jerseys and skinny jeans and Jordans and all that shit. That's really where that style came from. So, shouts out to them. And um, I was living with Yayo and shit. And and um, in Fifty, he actually heard one of my songs. It was a song um produced by Black Milk. What is it called? Um. Um, fruit cocktail 50 actually heard fruit cocktail he like oh this nigga fire and he actually wanted to sign me like playing in the office every day and like boom boom but then he came up with this whole like marketing shit he's like man instead of my name being danny brown my name was gonna be dirty brown because i had the missing tooth and the fucked up braids and shit like that he's like you just gonna be like a grimy looking ass nigga like you get what i'm saying probably was good marketing and some shit but that wasn't me you get what i'm saying like i want to be crispy i want to be clean type shit all that shit. So yeah, so we went on tour and shit, which was great for me to have my first experience. So I, I mean, I I, I showed Yale nothing but the utmost respect and undying love and all that shit. So he took me on my first tour so I can be able to even, you know, I know how to tour now, just going on that tour. And uh, I remember, you know, I got my clothes and I'm wearing my tight shit and doing that. But the funniest part I remember, I think where 50 stopped fucking with me at, if it's one part, because you know I got my Adderalls. This is the time I was taking Adderalls and shit. And I remember one time I was in the back room, like, you know, the back room of the tour bus, and the door is closed. You know, you hit the button and it slides. And 50, you know, he'd be on the bus, but he don't really come through like that. But I was in the back. I was taking Adderall. And, I, and, he, and the door slid open like, shh. And I got the pill in my hand and a butt and a cup of water. And he looking at, you know, 50 don't fuck with no drugs, like no weed, no nothing. don't fuck with nothing. And, he, and the door slid open and he looking at me and I got the pill in one hand and the water in the other hand. And he just looking at me and I'm looking at him. He looking at me and I'm looking at him. And I just said, <laughs> I took the pill. And he, the look at his head, like, this nigga's a fucking crackhead. So, all right, so then I remember one time, so yeah, whatever. So he was like, man, you can hang out with us, I fuck with you. But then he gave me these jeans. Like, wear these jeans, though, man. Fuck your pants. And at the time, I already had a name for myself. Like, they didn't really understand, like, the blog, underground, internet circuit. Like, I already had, like, kind of a name for it. So any city I can go to, I can, like, get some bitches type shit. Like I can have a bitch like pull up to the show or like leave with that bitch after, stay at her crib for the night, just got to meet the bus in the morning kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So I will always be able to like do my thing. But these niggas gave me these big ass pants. And now I'm walking around with these big ass pants. And I was wearing chucks at the time too. I was wearing like skinny jeans, Converse, you know, shit like that. And I'm wearing, now you, if you wear some big ass, and I was wearing beanies too. If you wearing like big ass pants, and chucks and bean nigga i look like a fucking 1990 game banger i look like a fucking um grand theft auto created player or some shit and then the fucked up part about these pants was they had like hundred dollar bills on the back pocket i think they were real hundred dollar bills on some like weird like trying to be like cool expensive jeans shit but whatever so i wore those jeans and i wore them for a while and I, and I just didn't like that shit so i was like fuck it one time we went shopping 
and they had these crazy fucking white skinny jeans. The ill, you know, American Imperial. I used to go to American Imperial before they shut down. I used to wear their skinny jeans and shit. And I got the fucking the super tight white American Imperial jeans because that's when the white and Carolina blue Jordans just came out. So I grabbed those. Shouts out to Yale. He bought all that shit for me. He bought all that shit. But we was going on tour. And but the one thing was we were playing in Connecticut, and that's where Fifty lived at. So you know, he's gonna have a lot of people with him, whatever. And I remember, man. You know, this was back. This this was me rebelling after the point. I mean, you know, I'm like, man, I'm not wearing these big ass pants nowhere. I'm I'm wearing my skinnies in them. And I remember we was just backstage, and the nigga just was like, um, like nigga, you got this nigga around us, man. Niggas gonna think we gay. Like I'm talking about, we in like a backstage for like fifty niggas. He got like a thousand gangsters. Like nigga, they could have fucked me up back there, type shit. So in one type type of way, I'm fearing for my safety in some sense. You get what I'm saying? There's nothing Yayo can possibly do. If this nigga, this is his big homie. There's nothing he can possibly do to stop it. So at this point, this nigga going off on me like, nigga, fuck this nigga. You got this nigga around us, man. Niggas don't think we gay, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Some extra homophobic ass shit, to be honest, though, when we think about it. But whatever the fuck. So at that time in my head, I'm already like, nigga, I can't, I'm over. I ain't really going to do shit. But Yayo, he's still like, you know, fuck with me. But the thing is about that whole situation is like, man, I can't really work with you or be around you if your big homie don't fuck with me. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, what? how am I going to prosper in this situation or do anything? So I ended up getting a show in like LA or some shit. It wasn't even some bullshit. It was like a $500 show. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. I didn't have to go do a fucking $500 show. He could have gave me $1,000 to stay. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But fuck it. I, did the, I went and did the show and I just never came back. And that was just because that. That whole situation. He looked at it like, bro, I got on. And then that's not true because after the fact, um, I hit him up to do a Hawaiian snow too. Not, I mean, you know. So I wouldn't say that. But shout out to Yayo, man. Sometimes shit just, you know. I had my own plans, to be honest. I never really was. Um, I wasn't tripping. <laughs> that's all that was. Oh, so yeah. All right. So we'll get into another one. Um, style inspiration. Yo, Danny, I think you got a dope style and some crazy fits. Where do you get the inspiration for your style from? Um, I wouldn't say, I mean, um, inspiration for my style. I would say just more so, man, just, I just, at, at one point in time in my life where I would just wear whatever was trendy and whatever was cool, but try to do it before it became like super popular. So I would try to get up on shit that's about to crack before everybody else get up on it. And then you wear it before they do. And then by the time they wearing it. You don't wear it no more. So I was always on that kind of vibe. But now, I, to be honest, at fucking 41 years old, I just try to wear the most comfortable shit. Like, I don't even care about how the shit look no more. I just, one thing that I learned that if you shop a lot, you'll buy a lot of bullshit. And, you know, I end up giving all that shit away or some shit like that, some trendy shit that you only wear one time. But then you got these certain pieces that you buy and you're wearing it like, no, but I like this shit and you keep it. So I've done that for like the past however long i'm gonna say over five years so anything i wear is kind of cool to me because it's something that i like you know i give away whatever i feel like some trendy bullshit and i won't wear that again i just give it away but the shit that i like i just keep so everything that i got and i wear is some shit that i like and it's some shit that's comfortable for me so i don't know i think the most shit style inspiration is man is just really man it's just thinking about like the illest niggas you thought like man like to me some of my favorite fashion motherfuckers are like Nas, Ghostface. Um, you know, shit like that. So I just look up to them type of niggas and Rayquan too. I, I got to put Ray and Ghost in the same shit. I, sometimes I always say Ghost, but I would say 
Ghost just was crazy on the accessory shit and just be able to be like outlandish and big on shit. But if we were just putting a fit together, uh, Ray would be ill, man. All right, next up we got Mushroom Farts. Hey, yo, Danny. Long time fan. Seen you in Boston a couple times. I just got done with a month-long bender and ate an ounce of mushrooms over the month. And I got one question. Could you not trust your farts either? Whenever I'm eating a lot of mushrooms every day, I feel like every fart has a 50-50 chance of being a little shit. Thanks, b I mean, that's just with every drug, man, that um you got to ingest like that. It's going to do something to your stomach. It's going to fuck it up. You ever been to a motherfucking festival and seen the porta potty? Motherfuckers just spraying. They ain't even aiming for the hole. It's just be shit on the wall. Shit, that'd be that molly. You ever took a molly and that, mother, that motherfucker hit your stomach? But one thing about it, even with the mushrooms or the molly, after you take that shit, party on. So, shouts out to the mushroom shits, the molly shits, and all that shit, man. You get what I'm saying? Because for real, man, that's when it's about to get lit. You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, I gotta take coke. Sometimes niggas be cutting fucking blow with mad fucked up shit. You be like, uh, that shit make you have to take a shit. That shit be terrible. So, yeah, fuck y'all niggas. Cutting shit up and all that shit, man. Yeah, let's uh, let's spin the wheel before we get into some white people shit. Last time we spinning the wheel like crazy. Whataburger, man. Whataburger got some fire merch. I seen a um a Whataburger onesie, like onesie comforter type of situation. You know what I'm saying? I like them shits, man. The fucking um like like you wearing a a blanket hoodie type shit. I seen a Whataburger one. I will say, man, Whataburger is good fresh. Whataburger ain't nothing to be ordering off Uber Eats though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can if you just fiending for it, but it's not really a good thing. Like they fries ain't really all that. But what they do, I'm 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 gonna tell you what Whataburger got. They just got the fire mustard, man. They got a good ass mustard, and you can go buy their mustard at the H E B. That's one thing I do love that Whataburger do. They sell all their fucking products and all that shit. You can go get the spicy ketchup. Yeah, they got the spicy ketchup and shit. But, you know, I will say, man, Whataburger, Whataburger is a Texas staple. I was really into the um, the, 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 the honey butter chicken biscuit. That used to be my thing when I was on tour. I used to come in this motherfucker and tear it down, tear it down some chicken biscuits. I, I Since I've lived here, it hasn't been that big of a deal to me. And I feel like that's crazy. I guess that's some, you know. So, yeah, the honey. Oh, they got a spicy one now? <laughs> I'm just saying. They got a spicy one now? Oh. But, yeah, Whataburger got the fire mustard. And, they did, yeah, I guess the condiment game is all that. Because the actual meat, like the actual burger, yeah, Whataburger. <laughs> I get it. It's not no false advertising. They're saying what it is. What is this burger? Because I don't know if this is a burger. This shit might be kangaroo meat. This some other shit, man. Because they don't really be... It, it, it's They ain't really like... They ain't making them patties thick. They got some thin-ass patties. like you, And you get the doubles and all that shit. But yeah, man. And I will say the vegetables aren't the freshest. That's one thing I love about In-N-Out. In-N-Out got the fresh tomato. Like, I don't really like tomatoes on my burger. But I like tomatoes at In-N-Out. You know what I'm saying? But Whataburger, yeah, man. I wouldn't say go eat inside one of them. Um, shit goes down in that bitch. Like, no matter what Whataburger you go to, the homeless niggas, for some reason, man, they flock to that bitch out here. But yeah, man, shouts out to Whataburger, man. Love them niggas, man. All right, man, we're going to get into some white people shit. 
white people shit. Oh, you want to jump to freestyles first? Fuck that. We'll do some freestyles first. Let me hear you bust a freestyle. Sure, let's, let's do Let's get that shit out the way. All these right. niggas. All right. First up, we got Diane the Dolly. It's a girl? Yep. Oh, shit. Let me spit a little something for the Danny Brown show. I'm coming to you live from the pussy bando. I'm sitting in this telly tricks, blowing up my phone. And when the money call, you know what bitch gon' go. Breaking these tricks easy, it takes no work. He just gotta see his face and what's under the skirt. I got a 50 inch ass that's soft and round and teeth whiter than the girls that date Danny Brown. I'm not gonna <laughs> in love and they give me all their money. I say I love him back, but I ain't no dummy. I'm not coming to play the same playtime. Niggas paying me a stack just to FaceTime. Take a nigga bread and kick him out if he waste time. Girls, get your money, fuck what they say. Dudes mad that dick don't move the same way. If it did, best believe they be walking the blade. Ain't nothing wrong to put a price on it. Just means that you know that you're nice with it. Pussy so good, you can change his life with it. Fuck him once he wanna make it his wife and shit. Fuck that. Give me the loot like I'm B-I-G. Oh, you ain't? No, I'm the H-B-I-C. Niggas want to fuck for free. They make me laugh. I'm here for the cash. No strings attached. I'm from the nasty north where hoes don't get cold. Long as this pussy gets wet, I'm never going broke. Bitches want to give it up for free. That's a fucking joke. People want to say it's home, but it's about respect. Ladies know your worth. Make them run that check. Ow, pump it up, doggy. Hey, man, I got the record contract for her ready right now, man. Bruiser Brigade Records, man. Holler at me, man. I'm signing on a dotted line. No 360. I got you. You can keep your merch and your tour money, man. I got you, man. We got we got to get you off the blade, baby. Fuck that, man. Motherfucking, all these motherfucking bitches out here trying to rap and shit, man. They cracking right now. You got bars. We going to get you off the track, man. We going to put you on the track. If you talking real shit, I'll fuck with this. We going to get you off the streets, mama. Hit your boy up. You, we, we ain't got to do this no more. You ain't got to do this no more, baby. You made it. <laughs> For real. Hit me up. Record deal. I got you, baby. I'm signing you Bruce Begay Records. That's the best freestyle we got. I know y'all was like, I know y'all was like, oh, uh, Danny, uh, obviously, I know you got No. She talking some real shit. That's real gangster shit, man. What you talking about? You think I'm not about to be infatuated with that shit? That's what rap music is all about, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Everybody else be coming on this bitch talking about some weird emo shit or whatever the fuck. Busting some punchlines. Bart, this bitch said as long as this pussy getting wet, I'm never going broke. What? Bars! Oh, man. Hey, man. Bro. All right. Shows you what kind of fan base watched the Danny Brown show. Let's go. <laughs> All right, next up we got Burrow the Mage. The mage. God damn, this shit is tight. Hand me the mic, I'm inspired. Bash you with these flows like I was brandishing a tire iron. Standing on a higher platform. You rap for attention, but it's actually an art form. Attention, I capture hearts the way I spark joy. I'm smart, boy, throwing monkey wrenches into flow patterns. I decompose matter like a fungus. A sharp sword slicing through your atoms. Casually explode rappers. Foes rattle when I boast at them. Hoping that I don't revert to old habits. Turn them into dartboards, targets full of holes. Charging at your favorite artist. Never 
never boring, unpredictable performance, storming earlobes with weird flows, ergo, please don't put me in no box, I abhor it, shit is too hot, like Goldilocks' porridge, orange, you glad that I'm a nonconformist, I fuck pockets up, swarming critics like a gang of hornets, ornery, be sure to warn them about the warrior in me, this flow is more than ornamental, judo flipped the competition with the pencil, nothing was accidental, my rhyme's so sweet that you should ask for dental, coverage before you spit them, they loving it, the way I place these rhythms is so coveted, study beloved shit, my confidence is up a bit, I got the balls to torture chick, combustion, blaze your kin and all, nerds love it, walking through a haze again, herb puffin' prison abolitionist, a perp loving perpetrator of the illest shit, screw it, y'all all haters, imitators, and plagiarists, my saber is a whole new fucking color, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, dope, I mean he got, he check all the boxes in some sense, what I talk about with rhyming and shit, like, unpredictable ass rhymes, like, man, like, honorary warrior in me like shit like that like that's like high level rhyme shit so shout out to cuz what his name the fucking mage god damn it he's fucking burrow the mage yeah he fucking um god damn it man that's just so fucking nerdy <laughs> what's that like the mage man like god damn it man like god damn like oh man that's some um video game shit like league of legends type shit or something man. like what the fuck man i don't want to be no mage nigga want to be a bruiser is you talking about because it's man oh yeah because it's fire though oh we didn't get into white people shit god damn it man we having too much fun today all right white people shit white people shit okay i am white and my wife is mexican i almost said something <laughs> all right okay white people shit okay i am white and my wife is mexican we have talked about this before, and this has to be the most white people shit ever. I've only heard or seen white women talk about it. Here it goes. White women have babies and then keep the placenta. They save it or have it processed, then cook with it and eat it. I've seen people talk about mixing the powder and all sorts of stuff. Or just straight cooking and eating. I feel bad for outing my people, but fuck that. That shit's weird. Love the podcast listening from Hawaii, Josh. Shouts out to Hawaii. I love Hawaii. But man, the placenta and all that shit, man, that's some um, Dr. Drew shit. Did y'all mix up the questions or some shit? For real, man. I ain't got nothing to do with that, man. I ain't got nothing to do with no white people shit, man. That's some Dr. Drew shit to be talking about, man. Like placentas and motherfuckers eating that shit and all that, man. We just went through Dahmer, man. Everybody got trauma and shit now. Shouts out to Better Help, man. Ever since I watched Dahmer, man, I've been talking to them, man. They was able to get me over the trauma, man. Because sometimes, man, I didn't know I didn't know the trauma that it built in me, man. And, you know... When you know the battle you're facing, man, it's easier to fight, man, when you got help. So, shouts out to BetterHelp. <laughs> Next up, man, white people shit, Taco Bell sauce. I don't know how Taco Bell sauce, white people shit. I love Taco Bell sauce. Yo, Danny, been bidding your show lately, and you are fucking hilarious. Thank you, brother. Today, my girl told me her co-worker bought a homemade burrito bowl to work for lunch and bought and bought with her a bottle of Taco Bell hot sauce from the store. I need to know your opinion. This white people shit. Not at all, nigga. I got the Taco Bell sauces at the crib. I'm the sauce boss, man. Any sauce boss, man, bro, you got to be a sauce boss out here, man. You got to have the sauces in the crib. One thing you need, man, is sauces and seasonings, man, just to be able to live this life, you know, perfectly. You know, everybody talk about, man, we can have a utopia on earth. Yes, with sauces and spices, man. So look. You got to have your hot sauces, your truffs. Like, I got all this shit, man. Any new hot sauce come out, any new barbecue sauce come out, taste that shit, try it. Because one thing, too, man, when you're trying to be, like, on some diet shit and you find a sauce that you really like, especially one, like, to me, you know, obviously, I'm a nigga. 
and you giving them saying, I like my fucking hot sauce. You giving them saying, so I got my hot sauce. What the fuck, man? Um, Frank's Red Hot. So yeah, Frank's Red Hot, which is fucking zero calories. And I love that shit so fucking much that I can literally just spray that shit on anything and eat any fucking thing. So when any time I'm trying to lose weight or I'm on my diet shit, oh, they got merch. They got uh, Frank's hot sauce bikinis and shit. They get my girl one of those, man. She got to walk in with that. That shit going, yeah. So Frank's Red Hot, like Frank's Red Hot. Obviously, I've been born and raised on this shit. So yeah, but I didn't know how, um, you know, because one thing about those sauces, man, them bitches pack a lot of calories with certain ones, man. You can eat that shit. Like, you think you want some healthy shit, man. But once you throw that sauce on it, it just fuck the whole shit up. One thing about Frank's, man, like I said, zero calories. Could put this shit, I put that shit on broccoli. Rice, eggs. I don't think there's nothing I can't put this shit on. So, shouts out to Frank's, man. Um, I don't know if y'all ever, um, if, if Frank is out there listening, man, if he ever thought about sponsoring podcasts and shit, man. But I really think, like, a lot of people need to hear the, 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 the gospel of Frank's real hot, man. I really feel like, man, we can get rid of a lot of white people's shit if they learned about this shit. Because I swear, man, a lot of they foods they cook, all they got to do is just throw a splash of Frank on that bitch. And niggas be like, oh, these niggas can cook now. They shit kind of fire. All right. That's that. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I've been going down the rabbit hole, which is not good. You know me, I always find some dumb shit on YouTube. That's some weird shit from the web. But if it was ever a guest that I would like on the show, man, it's a motherfucking man. This bitch, man. I've been watching her on YouTube, man. She, she's like... um. She's amazing, man. And her name is, um, y'all know, um, she's, I mean, Mary Magdalene, man. Yeah, look, surgery addict. Look, that came right up. Look, obviously some church shit. But yeah, no. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. If it was ever a guest I would want on the show, man, it's her. But yeah, she does, she does these Instagram lives. Where, yeah, keep going. Keep going. You almost got it. You almost got it. Right there, boom. Yeah, she does these Instagram lives. She be um, she be doing whippets and shit. She be doing fucked up shit. I mean, not fucked up shit, man. But the reason why I'm so um, like like drawn to her and like, and, I, and I fucking like the shit because I really feel like um, you know me. I think I got caught too crazy in playing cyberpunk, twenty seventy seven, and I feel like man, maybe she's ahead of her time, man. Like if you think about it, if you showed a picture. You showed a picture of Mary Magdalene to a motherfucker from 1950. Look, look at this shit. If you showed a picture of this to, in 1950 with Marilyn Monroe or something like that, a bad bitch, and you're like, look, look at this shit. This is what bitches look like in 20 <laughs> in 2023. <laughs> I think their whole minds and their whole world will be blown, man. They'll be like, man, what the fuck is going on? So I really feel like, um, like like 2077, like cyberpunk time. This is how every bitch going to look, man. And she's just ahead of her time. She's the first one. Because you're going to be able to customize and do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's going to be cheaper and get easier. More bootleg doctors. These bitches filling their booty up with cement, all type of shit. I will say, man, the fake booty, is, it, it do look good. It do look good and, you know, whatever it is. But, man, one thing about a real booty is, is that motherfucker flap. It, it, it moves. It do shit. Bitch with them fake booties, man. That motherfucker be hard than a motherfucker. That bitch bend up. You bitch, I be wanting to um, teep kick that motherfucker, man. 
<laughs> like this bitch a bag. Like you get what I'm saying? They gonna start practicing Muay Thai on one of them fake asses, man. But yeah, man, Mary Magdalene, man. I, I watch her. That's that's what I've been um YouTube binging. Every now and then you catch her, she go she go live and shit. So yeah, man. Next time she go live, spam her, tell her, go and come on the Danny Brown show, man. We would really like to um uh, talk to her. Cause she's she's the future. She's the future, man. Yeah, let's spin the motherfucking wheel. If it ever was some white people shit, this is it. Ain't no niggas ever thought about playing beer pong. For one thing, I'm just saying, most niggas that drink beer is like the, um, I mean, unless you like a cool, like, now, like, you know, I'm an IPA drinking nigga type shit. You go like, man, what's the, what y'all got on tap? One of them type of niggas that ask that kind of question. That's like a, that's like a cool nigga beer drinker. But for the most part, niggas in the hood that drink beer, them niggas like wino type niggas. Them niggas drink 40s all day. They piss in your backyard because they always got a piss type shit. Like, and beer drunk niggas is next level. They always say like, you know, like a like a like a drunk person speaks a sober mind type of nigga. Like liquor drunk, like I feel like you got like um thirty minutes of that before you like blacked out and then it's just like oh this nigga incoherent, fall asleep, pass out type shit. No, with beer drunk, once you get drunk off beer, it's just all truth. It's all truth and phase, and you can still maintain and like. Cause you can't really get blacked out on beer like that. You get what I'm saying? Unless you like drinking forties. I remember one time us being fucking high school kids trying to be cool and shit. And this is the time where St. Eyes was cool. That's how old I am. Motherfucking high school. These motherfucking St. Eyes had rap commercials and shit. You think a nigga ain't want to drink St. Eyes? They always talk about rap ain't motherfucking influential. That shit don't fucking peer pressure you to do shit. Well, that shit made me buy some St. Eyes to a motherfucking teenage girl birthday party. It's my friend's girlfriend birthday party, and he just want to come with his friends. Me trying to be cool. I'm like, let's go get some beer. We go to the liquor store. We find a wino or whatever the fuck in front of the store. We make this nigga go buy some 40s of St. Eyes. We drink all the 40s up. We do all that and show up to this. Now that I'm grown, I realize how fucked up this is. We probably like 16, 17 maybe. I think about 16, maybe 15, 16. And these teenage boys, four or five teenage boys show up to your daughter birthday party. She's 16 and her boyfriend, she go up, you know, she's like my boyfriend coming with his friends. You know, even that as a, as a dad, that's a big, that's like a big deal. When you think about that, like, oh man, my daughter, little teenage boyfriends coming from school to her birthday party. Like nigga, I wouldn't even let them niggas come. And then we show up drunk than a motherfucker off these St. Eyes. Did you get what I'm saying? They got motherfucker. You know any motherfucking um, birthday party and shit. They got motherfucking fried chicken and spaghetti. That's one of the easiest shit to fix in the hood. You know what I'm saying? They got a big ass tray of spaghetti. I eat the spaghetti. Soon as that shit hit my stomach, I projectile vomit off rip. Spaghetti noodles everywhere. Ruined the whole birthday party. They kicked me out. They bought a cab for me, put me in a cab. As soon as they put me in a cab, I threw up in a cab. The cab kicked me out. I'm 16 years old, man. It's my, um, so yeah, man. Um, I don't really know. I can't really remember how that night ended. Some type of way I got home. But um, yeah, don't drink St. Eyes. Do they still make St. Eyes? One thing I would I do, do, I would tell you, if you ever, no, it's ST, man. God damn, that was white people shit right there. Yeah, there you go. Damn, they dropped the special brews. Oh, they got a website. 
Then they dropped the special brews, them shits. I will say one thing, if you ever want to have a good time, you know me going down a YouTube rabbit hole, they have compilations of malt liquor commercials. And you will see the most nigga shit you ever saw in your life. I think motherfucker, what's the one nigga, man? Slits, whatever. Slick more liquor, boo. All that shit, man, bro. You will hear the songs these niggas sing. I'm like, man, these niggas was really taking the bag, man, to kill the community, man. More liquor is crazy. Bro, I swear to God. They got, nigga, what? Man, more liquor commercial compilations is crazy, man. I watch them shits all the time. I mean, the songs is crazy, man. I will say that, man. So, yeah, man. Um, So, yeah, man. Um, Draymond Green fired on Jordan Poole. <laughs> and we all know what really pretty much is about to happen with that man i think uh yeah man was one of my favorite players man shots out from michigan man draymond green and jordan Poole played for michigan which is a thing i guess it might be this see that's that michigan michigan state rivalry man niggas don't want to put that into effect too but yeah man that was fucked up man i will say man um he could have really hurt cuz though look at this shit Cause what if like Poo like hit his head or some shit and like he really he could have fucking killed this nigga or some shit though. That's why we gotta take Muay Thai, man. That's why you gotta do self defense classes and all type of shit, man. You can't let no nigga get this close to you, man. But look at this shit, man. Hold up. He did like a switch punch. <laughs> Fuck the switch kick. He did like a switch punch in that motherfucker, man. But I said all that to say this. Um, I know they're saying like you know now you know it's gonna be a lot of chemistry issues. How they get past this with Draymond Green, you know Draymond Green and all that shit. How he's gonna because he got to be like the OG. He got to be like the fucking veteran in the locker room presence type shit. And you know that shit that that, that relationship might be over with. And I know a lot of motherfuckers talking about um, you know send that nigga to the Lakers. He he's trying to go to the Lakers and all that shit. But I do know a team. That that would really appreciate him, and he can come home to the Detroit Pistons, man. We would love Draymond Green. He got a bunch of young kids right now that would listen to him. You ain't got to punch them like motherfucking um, Jordan Poole and shit. And I'm pretty sure you would be the man back home, man. So yeah, Draymond, go ahead and come back home to the Pistons, man. We love you and we need you, man. So yeah, shouts out to Draymond Green. <laughs> That's all I was doing. <laughs> I'm trying to recruit. Hey, but yeah, we're gonna jump to some video game shit. Video game reviews. And yeah, like I said, I've been jumping into the cyber, the cyberpunk mods, man. They've been great, man. So if anybody, man, I know they talk shit about cyberpunk in the beginning and all that shit. But if you haven't been playing cyberpunk, man, it is a great game. Jump back in. It's a great experience. But one thing I am super excited about is fucking Street Fighter 6, man. Have anybody been seeing, man? I seen they did the closed beta and shit. I wish I could have got involved in that. I couldn't. Or whatever the fuck. But man, I'm I'm super excited for Street Fighter 6 to come out, man. Um, if there's one game that ever um destroyed my um school life, it was Street Fighter, man. Like I remember the fucking liquor store got Street Fighter. Bro, Coney Island had Street Fighter, bro. We went to school, but we didn't really go to school. We was at the and then that was the shit. That was the crazy part. I feel like that was bad. Like the motherfuckers that owned these Coney Islands and these liquor stores and shit. Why would they let these group of fucking elementary school and teenage kids just hang out in their stores all day, play fucking video games? I guess they didn't give a fuck. We fucking making the money or whatever the fuck. But nigga, we supposed to be in school. I got robbed one time playing Street Fighter. I didn't even fucking realize it. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, 
I'm playing street. I'm playing street fighter, and me, I'm just so much into the um, you know, the black community. I, I play with bow rock. So, <laughs> and you know, if you play with bow rock, you got to be real focused with all these Ken and Ryu players and shit like that. So. I'm in the fucking Coney Island. I think I was in seventh grade. I had the blue dude. I had the um the Duke Blue Devil starter, the pullover joint. You get what I'm saying with the fucking you know, and I had the sock hat. Y'all remember the sock hats with the tie up shit? You know what I'm saying? I had the motherfucking Duke tie, and you know you can they had the the pockets right here and all that shit. And I'm playing video games. And I had my money in my um this pocket right here, nigga. I'm so into the game. The niggas took my hat off my head and went in my pocket and took all my money. And I didn't even know. Like by the time I just realized, like it was over. I finished the game and shit. I'm look. I ain't. I'm like, where's my hat? I ain't got my hat no more. Go in my pocket. I ain't got no motherfucking money no more. I'm like, ah. Oh. And that was fucked up for me, man. So yeah, man. I got robbed playing video games. Shouts out to Street Fighter. Um, hopefully that's not gonna happen again. Also, if y'all motherfuckers in the um, you know, the Colorado area, all that shit. I got a show coming up, Red Rocks Amphitheater with um. Red Rocks is actually one of my favorite venues to play. I will say, though, playing in Denver is one of the hardest places to play, though. Red Rocks is just great to play because it's beautiful as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You on stage, and it's just, you know, it's just beautiful, man, just to be out there. But, nigga, you can't breathe. Nigga, 15 minutes on stage is 30. You get what I'm saying? I be fucking dying every time I played, especially if you're playing like a small venue, like a club or some shit. Like, it's one thing we always knew. And then the thing about going to Denver, they always get you fucked up. Like, everybody out there, because you know they got their weed shit going. I remember one time we went out there, man, these niggas had the worst shit they could ever give a nigga like me. These niggas had bacon. You like bacon. Come on, Danny, bacon. Nigga, no, they had this bacon. With like brown sugar and all shit over it, but it was like every strip was like a hundred milligrams. I mean, this bitch—they gave us a whole slab of that shit, nigga. You eat two strips of this bacon, you fucked up. But the bacon tastes amazing. Something about the salt and the pork and all that shit, because you know most edibles you taste the weed and it's like, oh, this shit nasty. No, you ain't taste no weed or nothing in this bacon. They gave me a whole—I had a whole aluminum full, like a whole slab, and like on a day off, I was just in my hotel room, just kept eating this bacon because it was actually good as fuck. But I fucking passed out. I was supposed to go to the movies, did all type of shit. I fucking passed out at like 4 p.m., didn't wake up till like 11. But one thing it did, though, it fucked my stomach up. Like, my stomach was truly fucked up extra crazy from eating all that bacon. But yeah, man, shouts out to the fucking cannabis-infused bacon in Denver. Whoever made that shit, man, I know you're probably listening. Pull up on me. I'll be back out there. I think it's October 29th. I'm out there with um, Freddie Gibbs, Flatbush Zombies, Coast Contra. This shit is about to be lit, man, so... This is going to be a good show, man. I'm excited to be out there, play a show with the homies, especially for Halloween and shit. So, yeah, man, I'll be back out there. And also, man, I'm just now, um, I'm just now, you know, we getting ready. We getting ready for that season. It's almost Thanksgiving. And you know Thanksgiving. It's Bruiser Thanksgiving. So I'm just now, it, it is happening. I will say that. I know it's, um, we usually announce the lineup and get shit going already right now. But, you know, you know, it is what it is, man. Shit is, shit, you know. Just, we know I think we nine years, ten years deep, maybe. I don't know. But Bruce of Thanksgiving is happening this year, so you guys look out for that. And um, yeah, man, we'll spin the wheel one more time. We'll get up out this motherfucker. Spin the motherfucking wheel. Oh, Bigfoot. 
No, that's some bullshit. Um, Bigfoot only exists, man. That's some dumbass shit they keep making up. But the thing is, the illest shit I think, though, is the finesse of Bigfoot. Like, the niggas that's able to make money off Bigfoot in 2023, 20, like, that's crazy to me. Like, it's been niggas making money off this nigga name for years. And if Bigfoot do exist, bro, we need to hire a lawyer team for you. These niggas been, they've been making so much money off your name for years, bro. Like, we need, we got to figure some shit out. You need to come out. If, if Bigfoot, listen, if you listening, I know you got an iPhone. Go ahead and watch the Danny Brown show. If Bigfoot exists, man. You have to see all these niggas profiting off your name, man. You got to stop this shit, man. You got to come out and let these niggas know, I'm real, my nigga. Give me, they got Bigfoot costumes. It be a show every year, Finding Bigfoot. It's so much content on YouTube about you, man. You got to come up, bro. Bigfoot, if you do exist, come out here and let these niggas know, man. They owe you money, bro. Come out here and get your shit, man. I'm telling you, man, from one black man to another. Because I know you got to be black. You get what I'm saying? I think Bigfoot is a real nigga. He just got cases. Because he like, I did, you know, I did murder a few niggas, though. He like, I can come out, man. I do want to come out and get my bread. But I know how them people's going to do me, man. I, I, I done dropped a couple niggas in my time, man. You get what I'm saying? So, like, but we got your lawyers and shit, Bigfoot, man. We going to hold you down, man. Wild May Studios. We got you. Time. Holla at Bigfoot, man. Get this nigga right. Get some lawyers for you, man. So, yeah. <laughs> Stop making money off Bigfoot name, though, man. For real, man. But, yeah, I think that's what it is. That nigga got cases. He got cases and shit, man. Nigga murdered a lot of niggas, man. Niggas been missing. They're like, man, Bigfoot, man. They gonna, yeah, Bigfoot pop out, man. They gonna lock that nigga up. So, yeah, Bigfoot, just keep doing, hold your head, hold your head high. You know what I'm saying? Keep moving in these streets like you've been doing. You've been doing it like a G, like a legend. You know what I'm saying? The black community, we got your back. Shouts out to y'all motherfuckers. It's the Danny Brown show. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all niggas We about this motherfucker man Also man Like I told y'all niggas man If you got questions I got answers Send us motherfucking All that shit Emails whatever the fuck At Danny At the Danny Brown Show.com That's Danny At the Danny Brown Show.com Like I told y'all niggas Ain't gonna keep giving y'all my number And y'all ain't gonna hit me up Send that motherfucking voicemail At 512-522-9256 That's 512-522-9256 And I'm out this motherfucker Love y'all niggas man Be safe Peace <laughs>